Hi, what is up, y'all? Welcome back. You are listening to the Angel Face Magic Hour. I'm your host, Grace Lannon. I'm an intuitive and an energy healer and Welcome to Angel Face 2.0. Welcome to season two of the Angel Face Magic Hour. I'm excited. It's been a minute and I wanted a fresh start. I wanted fresh energy, new energy. And I know some of you have been participating in the rebirth challenge that ended up being more of a meditation series than a challenge. Um, but that's okay. Cause that's what we needed, but that integration phase was really key. So I know some of you have been participating in that and feeling this energy of shedding like change shift internally to be able to see that change and shift externally. And we've been doing that with these energy healings and these meditations we've been working on together. Um, and as like a culmination of that, as well as I just had my birthday about a little, a month-ish ago, um, I'm really feeling like a fresh start. I'm really feeling like a turn of the page, a new chapter vibe. And sometimes it's hard for me to get into a new chapter because I have been in the same place for a while now, at least like literally where I live. Um, and I've moved so much growing up that like when I move, it really feels like a fresh chapter. Um, and sometimes it's hard to emulate that feeling without like a literal huge change in my life. So I wanted to really create that feeling for myself and know we are closing a book and we are rebirthing ourselves and we are moving through the canal. We're out the canal. We're on the other side and we are ready to expand. So that's really the energy that I'm personally feeling as well as the energy that I'm wanting to exhibit and inhabit for the podcast, as well as like what is kind of like trinkling and tinkling around in the collective energy. Um, We're seeing a ton of death, like literally, and it's so sad, Um, but also as well as like systems are dying, things are crumbling around us. It's scary. Um, We can see that, of course, in the political sphere, in America and throughout the world, so much is going on, so many uprisings and like um, just big changes like politically and governmentally within, you know, our stuff as well as throughout the world. Just from my observations, um, I am not a news anchor and I don't know all the details on anything, but from what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling is like shedding and sometimes that is extremely uncomfortable and scary and we've been in that for a hot minute like and then of course you know the environment things going on within the environment um 
things going on within like all the systems, school systems, medical systems, everything is changing. And sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. Um, but we are changing along with that. And to be able to change sometimes is about being able to say goodbye to things and to be comfortable within the self in order to have some point of grounding or like stability within a chaotic realm, <laughs> a chaotic time, a chaotic circumstance, however that is showing up for you or just, you know, um, in the environment around us the feelings, the vibes. It's all a little wacky, woo, woo, woo wacky, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> but here we are. This is where we are existing in this moment. And so I want us, at least from an esoteric perspective, a spiritual perspective, to take that energy and shift it into something we can use. When there's chaos, we can reformulate that energy i saw a tiktok that was really funny to me but also so true um and i'll share this on the instagram if, if they have the safe feature up on that tiktok but the guy was talking about um doing like money magic abundance magic like calling in like yeah financial money um like real money like coins dollar bills y'all um but he says he would drive to fancy neighborhoods and like basically siphon their energy and take their energy and um, use it for his own. And I just thought that was like so funny, um, but so possible. Like, um, and it's not, mm, I don't want to say that like we're stealing other people's energy because that's a whole nother thing that, that I don't think we should necessarily be doing. Um, but being able to like basically use a runoff, like there's extra energy that surround things that isn't necessarily like personal people's energy. It's like the energy, the vibes that surround things. If you guys understand what I mean by that. So basically using that free energy that surrounds situations so that could be rich money money energy go to the bank get that good energy um like or it's also taking energy that surrounds you like chaotic energy scary energy fear and being able to basically like alchemize it like shift it and change it into um something positive something that you can use um, and that's like kind of more advanced energy work, but I do think anyone could do it. It's just learning how to, um, within your personal, like body and experience because everyone perceives differently. But for me, how I imagine it is say I am surrounded by chaotic energy. I imagine that like static, like on a TV or, um, a computer like when it's malfunctioning there's like the little static 
if you can, or if you're older like me, you can imagine TV static, like the weird grids. Um, I imagine it like that. And then I visualize the static turning into waves, like um, audio waves. Like if you were to look at a file of what audio looks like. And then if I can shift it into that, I can further imagine shifting it into natural waves, like from the ocean. So taking something that is inorganic, like this frantic energy um, that is sometimes off-putted by technology, being able to yeah, shift it into something natural and organic, like water. And then I imagine that flowing either into me or into people around me, um, becoming basically like a wave of unconditional love. And that is how I visualize it. But again, this is something that you can play around with if you want to. Um, but yeah, it's transforming, it's alchemizing, it's shifting the polarity. I don't know how to explain it into simpler terms other than um, basically if it's a shadow, it's becoming like a reflection. So instead of it being behind, it becomes in front. Um, so I hope you understand what I mean by that. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to season two. I'm very excited. I have some juicy guests that I'm going to be sharing with you. I have some topics I want to be covering, and I'm excited to be here with you on the podcast. I'm also going to do my best to record these um, on video so you can watch them on my YouTube and some of you, if you listen to this podcast on Spotify, you might have already noticed that I have been putting up videos more recently. And yeah, that's just kind of how I'm feeling. So I wanted to talk a little bit about like intention setting and about like um, actualizing our ideas. So if you want... You can get a piece of paper or you can just listen to this and try the exercise on your own time. But I want us to do a little bit of a intention exercise here together. So basically, if you have an idea of an intention for yourself that you want to accomplish right now in this time in your life. So we just had a full moon. This is often about releasing energy and then being able to call forward something in its place is how I imagine it. So if we can let go of things, we can, um, we have more room for things to come into our life. So I want us to take just a moment to think about that intention. So I want it to be something um, as simple as one word. I don't want you to think of a whole paragraph you can do that later. You can get detailed with it, but I want this to just be one word. So think about what that word is going to be for you. 
And once you have the word, you can either write it down or just imagine it in your mind's eye. And you can do this literally or in a visualization. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your word. So for me, I'm gonna have spirit pick my word. Um, this will be fun. I have this little deck of cards there, angel cards, and they have different words on them. So I'm gonna ask what my intention should be for the podcast. So. Mm, there's two that are, I feel like are relevant. So I'm going to pull them both. So if two words come to mind, okay, I'd just rather you have one word, but I'm going to break the rules. So my words are wisdom and freedom. And if you're looking at this video, I know they're backwards, but you get the idea. So for the podcast, my intentions moving forward are to convey wisdom and to bring freedom into my life. And that feels really good to me, those words and those feelings. So basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna plant these intentions into the earth. So you could literally write them onto a piece of paper and like fold it up into a tiny piece of paper to a tiny little ball and even put it you could even put it in like a shell or something like that something that's natural um like a shell or a crystal and you could you're going to go into your backyard or if you don't have a yard like um a potted plant or a house plant and even if you don't have that um you're going to go to a, like a local park where you can do this somewhere out in nature and if you can find something that's close to your home that's ideal um or alternatively you can just visualize this process and you don't have to literally do it but you're going to basically dig a little hole in your mind or in real life and you're going to put your intentions into the earth then you're going to imagine water flowing out your hands and just watering those intentions. Imagine it like it's a seed and it's going to grow a beautiful flower. Now, seeds take a little while to grow to a full flower and to bloom. And for certain plants, sometimes they are, I think it's called perennial, where they flower every other year so don't expect things to happen overnight but what you're going to do is you're going to begin to take action on those intentions so that you can basically you're creating the manifestation um this is just something for our mind to focus on but you're the one who's going to be taking action steps. We can't just manifest things out of thin air. We have to take steps in order for those things to be seen in our reality. If we want to take out the whole idea of manifestation at all, you could just think of this as goal setting. Your goals are to connect with these intentions. 
to connect with wisdom, to be able to share that wisdom with others, to connect with the feeling of freedom and to be able to experience that in my body. Those are my examples. Um, but whatever your intention is, like that is going to be how you're going to play around with bringing it into your life. So then basically if you want, you could even plant this with a real seed and get really fancy and, and actually see the plant grow. But basically, the idea is that we're planting the seed and we're walking away. So you can go and visit that seed site and just like talk as if your intentions can hear you and they can. Um, but being like, oh, today I did this and that connected me more with freedom. And imagine you're talking or writing in your diary. You could go to the seed site and do that or just write about it again, literally in your diary or your journal or imagine yourself pouring more water, pouring more light into those seeds, those intentions. So that's just something I want us to kind of focus on. Um, to really see how it's possible to shift our feelings through um, focus. So my goal or my step next step now would be to see how I can bring more freedom and wisdom into my life and into the podcast. and find tangible steps that I can take to draw that towards me. So for example, with wisdom, I could practice more channeling. I could have more guests on that are very wise and very knowledgeable. I could be reading more books and doing more research. Um, I could be, yeah, like going out into nature and connecting with the tree spirits and fun stuff like that for freedom I could be more consistent with my episodes and see how when I plan something ahead of time it allows more freedom in my schedule because I know this is the time and the place that I need to get something done so those are just some examples of how you could apply something into your life so this is just a fun exercise it's not too serious and I just want you to see how, if you're specific enough, it can be helpful without being so specific that maybe you're only drawing one path towards yourself. So if your intention or your manifestation is like, I want to have a green Lamborghini and instead of just like, I would like a new car that perhaps you would only connect with certain things that in the long run might not be as beneficial for you as if you were to just get any old car. And maybe if you got a different car, you'd have more money to spend on other things. Like you get the idea, okay? So I want us to just play around with the simplicity of it to see how this process is helpful and to see how you personally can grow through the idea of your own 
like little flowering seed within yourself. So that's just something I want us to like play around with, think about, enjoy. Um, but yeah, a little bit about intentions today. So intentions basically mean, like I said, just goals, um, feelings, like what do you want to inhabit? What do you want to um, accomplish? What do you want to feel like? So this could be literal or more emotional, but just kind of go with the first thing that comes through in your mind. And if you have cards, you can play with those too, but um, absolutely not necessary. I want you to be able to feel like connected with your intention to know that this is direction that you want to bring into your life. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been thinking about. I have been really excited about some of the things that I have been calling into my life. And some of these like manifestations have taken years for them to show up. Um, but the way that they show up is so beautiful that it it's worth it to me. And it's, again, it's really about like, putting something into the universe and then you know waiting to see what happens not all things are supposed to come to us and um sometimes that's like confusing because then we think about fate and like are we really manifesting these things or are these things just showing up because they were supposed to happen and they were inevitably going to happen or am I really changing fate and shifting things and I think that really depends on your perspective and your school of thought you know with uh witchcraft or like spell practice spell casting and things like that we are like shifting the will of others sometimes um and so i don't necessarily think that's manifesting but that is changing fate <laughs> um or it's also possibly turning into a future timeline and knowing like that is what you want so that could also be more of like a premonition so what is fate versus what is a premonition, like seeing your future self in a meditation, like is that your future self coming back to you in that moment of time? Or are you moving forward to that moment of time where you see your future self? It gets kind of crazy to think about, thinking about all time is now, but also we're in the future and the past, and it's it's interesting. Like if you've ever done a inner child meditation and you connect with that inner child, like when you were, you know, eight years old or whatever, maybe you saw... And someone was talking to me about this the other night. I thought it was really interesting. But maybe you saw a vision of like a guardian angel or something. What if that wasn't even a guardian angel, but that was you in the future doing your meditation and coming back to connect with that inner child to provide 
them protection and healing and at the same time you're healing yourself it gets kind of crazy to think about so we're simplifying things by just focusing on putting the intention out there and just uh waiting to see what happens waiting to see what happens it's like you can think about like applying to college or something you know you put all these applications out there and then eventually you'll find out like did you get in did you not get in that kind of thing um you can think of it like that like you are applying to college applying to a job like and you're just waiting to see like what role is best for you to take and focusing on the feeling I think is the most important because if we can connect with the feeling, we can connect with that uh, possible outcome. So if we're, when we're connecting to the future, to a future timeline, we are very much connecting with a possibility. So if we choose this or we choose that for dinner, that's gonna change the way things are in tomorrow. So, I don't want us to get too tripped up on time. You know, we could for like 17,000 years. So let's just roll it back a little bit and have you guys play around with the idea of connecting with a feeling to bring forward the intentions that you want to see in your life. So let me know if you enjoy that exercise and you could do this, you know, as many times as you want, but just start, just start with one and just wait and see. Don't overwhelm yourself, please, because then we get confused <laughs> and um, there's so much confusion already in life let alone trying to figure out like the meaning of life. So just know that you're here right now and you're existing and you're very powerful and you're very knowledgeable, um, but you don't need to do anything to receive the outcome. But this is a way for you to focus your energy so that the outcome looks how you desire it to, if that makes any sense to you. So when we look at the future, I want us to think about the possibility, not only for ourselves, but for the collective, for the country we live in, for the rest of the world, for the planet, for the universe. Think about how, if you can shift your own life, how can you help others shift theirs? How can you help the collective shift entirely to more of a positive outcome? 
there's a lot of people who have negative intentions for society, whether they are conscious of it or they believe it um, because of their religion or their personal belief system or because they're brainwashed from the internet. Like there's a lot of people that are putting a lot of energy out there towards these, yeah, more chaotic feelings, more negative situations. And it is our job to beam, you know, joy and love and peace. And that's not the only thing that we need to do in order to shift and change things. But that is one really powerful thing that we can do when we don't know what else to do is stay in the frequency of love, unconditional love, um, and figure out like actionable steps that you can take to make not only you feel better, but you literally are helping other people. Whether that's a small thing, like getting someone a sandwich, or that's a big thing, like making phone calls, or even a bigger thing like um, making big internal changes in society through systems or through um, magic or through um, breaking down systems. Everyone has their own individual role, but we need to take it seriously and not just expect things to change if we don't change them. Um, you can see that for yourself in your everyday life. So of course it's going to be true for the world as well. Like if you say to yourself every day, I'm going to wake up at 5am and go for a walk and do my 12 steps skincare routine. And every day you don't do that. It's more likely that you're going to continue to not do that than if you were to wake up at 5am and go for a walk, but maybe not do the skincare, like that tiny little step. Um, makes a big difference and shifts the timelines. Um, but the big steps are important too. And so we can't just think, just thinking positive, just living in joy is going to change everything. We have to take action. Like we talked about with the manifestations, it's true for collective change as well. It's true. No matter how you look at it, if you look at it from a magical perspective, a spiritual perspective, or a literal um, perspective, it takes action. It takes steps. It takes learning. It takes education. It takes um, a look at yourself in the mirror. You know, a lot of people were raised in fucked up societies America especially you know we're born into a really racist society a really hateful society a greedy society um and we are very separated on purpose from different people different than us whether that is like race or age or class or gender sexuality you know all the things like that these categories that we have been put into they are opposite of each other in a room 
because it's designed that way. Um, even if we think we have moved so far away from it, if you look at politics or education or school systems or you know government, et cetera, et cetera, you'll see that the main system of you know white supremacy is still number one at play so everything lives and exists within that and of course that goes beyond just united states um but here especially it's really um easy to just stay in your little bubble and not see what is going on around you and i need people and i've talked about this i think a little bit on tiktok and stuff but I just need people to really see the big difference between um, ignoring problems, spiritual bypassing, whatever you want to call that, like not looking at stuff um, and constantly looking at stuff and becoming like what stuff I mean, the news, I mean, things that come out about what's going on, um, you know, with violence in America, et cetera, et cetera the environment, et cetera, et cetera, like ignoring those things versus consuming not nothing other than that and becoming like, yeah, nihilist and thinking that there's no possible way that things can get better with the climate, with the government, like, and that we must just heal over and die and give up versus we must just overcome and experience only joy and love and not um look at any, anything else and turn another cheek like we can't do really either we need the it's you know that fine line of being able to take yourself out of it when you need to be able to feel peace love all these amazing things that we are meant to experience um be present like when you're just hanging out with friends like not just be constantly thinking about like apocalypse and doom, um, but also not, yeah, not ignore the issues. So the issues in society are a spiritual issue too. So I think at least from what I see from like online spirituality, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, there's a lot of like ignoring stuff or over obsessing and thinking everything is like um, a conspiracy and yeah there are conspiracies they're real but not everything is fucking like Obama deep fake or some shit like you guys need to learn how to um, tell the difference between satire and reality I think that is another huge issue I see within some of the more conspiritual stuff is people really don't know the difference between um, something created out of jest and something that is really true. Um, it's like the meme memification of life. Like everything has become a meme, so it's hard for people to know, is this a joke or not? And then some people take things so seriously that they end up you know going down a very dark hole very dark path of um you know finding everything wrong with society in order to 
oh, justify their malicious intents, their racism, their bigotry, their hatred of women, <laughs> um, you know, the whole thing. But it's very saddening to me sometimes. And I think, I think, well, I think it's been going on for years, but it got really bad in 2020, just seeing like the widespread misinformation around certain conspiracies and information. But then at the same time, because of that, very valuable information is becoming censored and is becoming viewed as um, bullshit <laughs> or like uh, disingenuous. So it's really, it's hard because it's really about discernment for everyone, like knowing this person has a positive intention and this person has a negative intention or this person might think that they are being helpful but they're really not um or maybe that yeah this article is from the fucking onion like hello <laughs> i think people just what i see um rolling around tiktok is disconcerting um and i try to talk about it a little bit on there um but I don't like to always just be calling people out because I'm here to spread love. I'm here to spread my, my information, be able to help people in their everyday lives. Um, but at the same time, I just want to make people aware of that there are people out there that are maybe just not getting the most accurate information intuitively, psychically. Um, and also just maybe influenced by their own biases, religious beliefs, etc. Um, you might know what I mean, but like a lot of uh, evangelical rhetoric um, around like 5D and like we're all ascending and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I find it to be not helpful. Um and I think the most important and most spiritual thing that we can do is be human. And that's something that I am learning um, because I stopped doing a lot of human things, aka like drinking and drugs and stuff like that for my own health um, and my own personal journey. But to be able to understand for people who don't have like um, a history of addiction or whatever, to understand like, it's okay to drink a beer every once in a while. It's okay to eat like an icy every once in a while. Like not everything is out to get you, but there also are things that are um, detrimental to your health and you could be healthier if you stayed away from those things. Knowing the fine line, like, of what is healthy and mindful and what is like orthorexia or like spiritual puritanism basically of oh you can't you have to stay covered up and you can't listen to rock music or rap <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna let demons into your fucking house or whatever it's all this shit that i see so i just went on a little bit of a tangent a little bit of rant but I think it's important to realize like, you know, the fine line between 
investigating the world around you, seeing the truth of things around you, and obsessing with um, basically staying out of reality and staying out of your body and um, staying out of your community, staying out of your country, like just disassociating. So where you want to be in it, we want to be grounded, we want to be in our body, and we want to be experiencing our lives. Um, and for me also, like with my history and also my chronic pain stuff, it has taken me out of life a lot. And that's what even read, uh, led me to spirituality is like, I need something to help me feel better. Um, and so I know that a lot of people find this kind of work when they are struggling and so I think it's very important to find ethical practitioners um, to find people with experience to find people that um, have done healing work themselves to find people who take yeah take it seriously know what they're doing or know how to help you if they don't know what you're what they're doing like if they find something that someone else could help you with more effectively they will recommend that person they don't view their beliefs as better than anyone else's you know all the things I'm sure some of you have watched like the documentaries that have been out about um, Teal Swan I haven't watched it but I did listen to a podcast about her um, a while back I think it is called The Gateway or something like that. Um, but she is a intuitive, a healer, and also basically a cult leader. And I know we talked a little bit about cults before and the, you know, prevalency of them in this kind of industry, spirituality, metaphysical stuff. Um, because people want a leader, people don't trust themselves. And I have been there. Um, I very, very, very fortunately have never had a negative experience with um, a healer or with a practitioner. Everyone I've worked with has been exceptional mentors of mine, now friends of mine, people that I trust and would recommend to anyone um, who have their foot in reality, but can like, you know, go into the classes they need to and give advice that is helpful and not just you know ego stroking like to really give you advice that is gonna be tangible and understandable for you so I'm very blessed and lucky in that way but there are a lot of people out there that are cults or you know people that are yeah I would say like a manipulative whether they're even aware of it or not but um pulling on your pain points like and that's a marketing thing like that people suggest to you like if you're trying to find a client um like trying to branch your clientele out there like make sure that you message and target the pain points of the clients that you are um trying to draw in so something like have you like, for example, like a Weight Watchers type of thing, like, have you always been overweight? Like, have you struggled with your finding the right size clothes, like making 
basically people who have feel bad and they're like, oh, this is what's going to solve my issue. So people do that all the time in marketing. And that is definitely applied to spiritual work as well. So I think it's really easy to spot that once you're aware of it. But it's also really easy to be emotionally manipulated by something, whether or not you are aware of it or not. Um, Like even something as simple as sale now, like last chance to buy this, last chance for you ever to buy this. Like you're like, oh, fuck, I got to buy this now or else I'm never going to get it, even if it's not something you even really wanted. But you're like, got to get it now. Oh, it's on. 20% off, got to get it now. And I do sales. I'm not going to say that I've never done a sale. Like you guys have seen me do sales, but I really try not to use these types of techniques, even though they might help me like gain more clientele, because to me, the most important uh, element of the work I do is ethics and consent and um, also like asking spirit and my spirit guides to draw the people in that are meant to work with me. Like if I'm able to help you, I'm the right person for you. And you'll just feel that you'll just know that. And people have told me that too. Like, like they're like, Oh, I just found you yesterday. Like, and I just was like, I have to be reading with this person. Um, and that's fucking sick. And I've experienced that myself as well. Like, in the standpoint of a, like a student or a client, I'm like, I like, don't know much about this person, but I'm going to sign it for their class. And that has always led me to the right place. But if you haven't built up that trust for yourself, it's really easy to confuse, like, um, yeah, these manipulative feelings. Like I need to do this. I have to do this now, like with, oh, this is meant for me. Um, and if you can't recognize that, doesn't mean that you're not evolved or whatever. It, like everyone's on, everyone's on a journey. And I have had stu- students and clients of mine who have had um, weird experiences with readings or healing sessions before. And I've certainly seen some very unethical, horrible things on TikTok. I feel like I was going to sneeze so um, let's see if that happens. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I don't, I'm probably not going to edit that out. So God bless me, but I've definitely seen some horrible things on TikTok as far as like ethics go. Um, and I really feel for those people because oftentimes that turns people away from spiritual work, even if it would be helpful for them in the future, because they have been like burned in the past. Same as like any other industry. If you had a really bad hair dye experience, you might be hesitant to go to another hair salon, waxing, massage, etc. You might be like, mm, no, that's not for me. And I've had experience where I got an energy healing from someone and it was nice. Um, but I've had experiences with other people and it was like extremely profound and like life-changing. And I don't think that's because that other person sucks at Reiki because anyone can do energy healing and anyone with source frequency, it's like going through it, it's sentient and knows exactly where to go. But I think, um, it's more about like the codes and the information that is delivered from the person and their energy. And what I mean by that is, yeah, sometimes that's information that people channel, they do a reading, they pull cards, they 
for your chart, whatever kind of reading it is, mediumship. Um, but also sometimes that's like intuitive um, energy. Like if I were to see it, it looks like little codes, like little scrolling text, like the matrix vibes. Um, and it looks like I'm receiving all that energy from um, the person that's sitting in front of me doing the healing work for me or doing the reading for me. I'm just receiving it. Even if I don't know anything that they said, I was just closing my eyes the whole time. I still got what I needed. And I don't think some people don't have those. I think ever that's, I think that's one of the ways we telepathically communicate between each other, whether or not we're conscious of it or not. It's like the atoms and the molecules moving with each other. They vibe and they put off a frequency. And you all, even if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you've experienced this before. You meet someone for the first time and at like a coffee shop or something and then you're just lol and kiki and haha and with them. That's the vibe. That's the energy moving between you guys and there's something there. Um, and maybe you've met another person who you're just like, this person does not like me. You can feel it. And it's not necessarily like that they're a bad person or they're a negative person. It's just like your vibes don't mix with their vibes. It's like pheromones or whatever. Like some people you just think are hot. <laughs> you can't explain it. Like even if they're like objectively not hot, <laughs> you just feel the energy. It's like that. Um, but less, but not sexual. <laughs> that was just an example. Um, but like, uh, to me, it looks like packets of information that's like downloaded into you. And usually that's like, if you've overcome something, you're able to share that energy with someone else. That's at least how my spirit guides like explain it to me. Like, say for example, me, like, um, you know, I have had a history of a lot of anxiety and like specifically fear around apocalypse and like um, tsunamis and shit like that. And that's something that I've really healed. I mean, as far as I know. Um, and so maybe if someone is feeling that fear inside themselves right now, like I could help them move through that because that's something that I've experienced. So yeah, like maybe you have been cheated on and you have a conversation with a friend who has also been cheated on. You can commiserate, you can understand each other. You have experienced narcissism in your life and that person negatively affected you. Maybe if you talk to another person that's also experienced that, you can learn more about it. You can, and sometimes that's why, like, if you have a conversation with a random person, it can be even more helpful than having a conversation with, like, your family or, or your, even your friends, because that person has the right thing to say to you. Um, and when I first started doing readings, I would always kind of be nervous about, like, what if I don't know what to say? And that's exactly what spirit will help me do is like, give me the words to say, and give me the way to say them. Um, and that's something I'm still practicing. Like sometimes it takes me a second to like explain it correctly, because sometimes things will come through like visually. Um, but that's often why, at least in my perspective, we can understand something more clearly from someone versus someone else. Like if 
someone that I love and trust is explaining to me about like, I don't know, stocks, I might be more into it and like understanding because they are giving me like examples I can get than if I was just watching a video of like a stockbroker explaining them, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so um, I, I hope that I can do that for people. I know I do in my sessions, but with um, the podcast, like be able to explain some of these strange topics in words that somehow click in your mind, even if you're like, what the fuck are we even talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, just like a few thoughts about, because now that I'm in the little bit of a ranting mood, I just a few thoughts about some of the stuff that I see on TikTok that's very unethical. I just want to share my reflections on them. I see people doing um, readings. You know, it's a TikTok live reading and people will come and usually what I'll see is pendulums. So it will be like a pendulum board and the pendulum goes yes or no and answers your questions. Sometimes I'll see bone readings on there as well. And it's like a yes or no type of question. But the questions are always so out of pocket. Like, I don't think you should answer this, especially on live. Um, but like, am I pregnant? Like, is my boyfriend cheating on me? Like, should I dump him? Like, these are not necessarily questions that I think are um, helpful, especially the pregnant one is the one that I think is very unethical. Like, I've also seen stuff around mediumship, like, um, like, I remember a few years ago when that girl, unfortunately, Gabby Petito, she went missing, and then she ended up, um, you know, she had died at the hands of her boyfriend, and it was a really tragic story, very sad, but there was tons of stuff coming on TikTok from everyone, not just spiritual creators, talking about this true crime experience of what was happening in the moment. And I think there's going to be a documentary about her. Um, it's either out or it has come out, but it's a very tragic story. But I was seeing people before it was even announced that she had passed, that she had died, that mediums on TikTok were channeling her spirit, channeling her spirit, quote unquote, because I don't, I don't know if everyone that says there are mediums on there is accurate. Um, but even if it was accurate, without the permission of someone's family, and even if you did have the permission of someone's family, it should be a private session. Um, I think that's extremely fucked up. <laughs> and like, that was even before people knew for sure what had happened. So it was a lot of speculation and just not okay. It's not okay to do that and to mess with people's emotions. And I'm sure if her family had seen something like that, it would be really distasteful and upsetting to them. Um, so things like that. Sometimes I'll see people where like channel like celebrities. And I've done that before. Not like I've never recorded it or anything, but I've done that in like medium groups. Like, and it's kind of fun, but I don't think it's ethical to share like, um, like channeling Nicholas Tesla, like, and what he thinks about 
Donald Trump, like all this weird shit that they see. I'm like, mm, let this man rest. Like spirits will come through. And I have had spirits that were celebrities come through to me. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I don't call upon spirits unless they are my clients, family, you know, family and friends, or my ancestors, my family, because I think let them rest, especially freaking celebrity. They had their whole life, like Michael Jackson. I see that all the time. People are chilling Michael Jackson. I'm like, this man had a fucking horrible life. Like, let him rest. Like, whether, whether, whatever we think about Michael Jackson, like, it's complicated, okay? Um, with his story and the abuse and everything um, that he partook, partaked in as well as received, um, he had a really difficult life. Um, leave him alone. Let him sleep. Let him rest. So, yeah that's kind of what I've been thinking about as far as like the ethics and stuff. I don't think it's right to answer questions about pregnancy. Sometimes I will answer questions about like um, health and that's a lot of information comes to me around the body. But if it's not someone that I'm like seeing face to face, like I don't want to answer those questions um, like on a TikTok live. I don't think that is wise. And not only for like, the safety of your practice but also like mm, you want to make sure people can get the help that they need so sometimes I've had things come up with people and I'm like okay maybe you should go see a therapist or a doctor or you know I'll suggest something and um that can be hard you know I never want to make someone feel weird um I want to make them feel extremely comfortable that's like part of my job but if I feel like there is something in the body that needs to be addressed, like they shouldn't, it doesn't always have to be addressed through spirituality. It should be kind of like um, examined externally as well, I think, because um, this is just a way to receive information. And then what can we do with the information afterwards? So if I see that, okay, this person's got something going on with their ankle, maybe they need to go to a podiatrist. And then they see, oh, you fractured your ankle five years ago, but it never really healed. Like, you know, it's just like a clue to get you to the destination. Um, so yeah, like, I don't think it's right to be like, do I have cancer on TikTok live and be like, no, <laughs> what if they do? What if you're wrong? What if the pendulum's wrong? What if you're not accurate? Like, um, even the most fucking best psychics in the whole world are not 100% accurate all the time. And, and I think a lot of people are accurate, but they don't know how to explain the messages they are receiving. So then it becomes like inaccurate by the way that did they describe things. So that's why I always ask, does this make sense? Does this make sense? Because I want to make sure you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Because <laughs> sometimes it doesn't make sense to me. And then sometimes I'm like channeling, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. So just do some research, like, if you're going to get a reading from someone, um, 
And also, let's just address the whole scammer thing on Instagram. If you haven't seen that, I'm getting really annoyed about it, but I'm just letting it go. But it's been happening for about two years. I've noticed like a year and a half. It's been really bad in the last year. Um, but people have been staying, creating fake Instagram accounts. It's happened to me multiple times. There might even be one up right now. And it's happened to a ton of other intuitives, healers, readers, etc. I don't know if this is some kind of like suppression or something. Like I have no idea. It's a good scam apparently because it's making people hella bank. Otherwise, I don't know why they're doing this. Um, but if you didn't know that this has been happening, just be aware. I think I've even talked about it here in, in the past before. I know I've talked about it on Instagram, but um, just repeating in case I haven't ever mentioned this before, but this is a huge thing that has been happening and it's really frustrating for intuitives um, because it's already something that, yeah, there's a lot of weirdos out there like I was just talking about. It's already something that's difficult to receive um, like credit for, to receive, for people to believe you, people to trust you, people not to think you're crazy, for people to not think you're a, you're a scammer. And yet there are scammers out there impersonating us, making us look bad and making people further believe the idea that all intuitives or healers are scammers or just fucking fake or whatever because I don't think that's true obviously <laughs> but a lot of people have that belief and they're like mm, let me finally trust this person let me open up and then that nope nope it's a scammer so I think that has made a lot of people frustrated as hell but this is how you will know basically that this is a fake account so tip with me, what happens, and this is usually what happens with everyone else, they will take your username. So my username, angelface.grace, and they'll change it slightly. So it'll be angel with two N's and grace with two E's, or it'll be angelface underscore grace, like a subtle change that if you're just scrolling on Instagram, you probably won't notice like a difference in the username then what they do is typically they'll go through your following list um like whoever's following you on instagram and they'll follow all those people and even go to other accounts with like similar followers to you so people who are into intuitive stuff and they'll follow those people too um or like you know friends of friends mutuals like just follow all those people basically to get a mass following back and usually at least in my experience because I don't have that many followers on Instagram they exceed the amount of followers that I even have so if people search the name they're like oh this is probably the real account because they have 15,000 followers and my account I think I have like a thousand something because I'm fucking shadow banned as shit um which is another problem because people think meditation is dangerous or something um, but that connects back to the people who are doing dangerous malpractice type of work. It's like uh, there are real instances where people should be kind of monitored. And then there's other experience instances where you're just kind of getting looped in with them because of the algorithm, because of like it being AI who 
monitors these profiles rather than a real person. So if they think everyone who practices healing work is, um, you know, a QAnon person, like, like a red pill person, then, then, you know, we all get censored. So, but basically they'll go through all the followers, they'll follow you and then, um, they'll DM you. So just look out for DMs. Like I will DM people if they DM me first, or, you know, if people have expressed interest in something like in a poll I'm doing and I'm like, okay, let me send you the link because you asked for it or you send me your email and I'll respond. Like I'm not, I, I don't not DM people. I do chat a lot in DMs with my clients and friends. Um, but I never cold DM a random person. I'm like, Hey, you need a reading from me. So usually people will send you a DM and they'll be like, hello, lovely one. Like, Hey, beautiful soul. They use a thousand million emojis and they'll be like, something drew me to you. Like your ancestors are guiding me to give you a reading today. Or like, what's your Zodiac sign? Like love, like you have such good vibes. Like, would you like a reading? Like, it's just not language I would use or probably anyone else that you follow who is an intuitive or healer. Um, so just pay attention to the way that people speak, pay attention to the amount of emojis they use. Like I love emojis, but it's like every other word. And if you've gotten one of these DMs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, when I post this episode, I'll post some like screenshots of all this kind of juicy stuff that we're talking about as far as scammers and unethical people um and I never want to shade people but I think it's very important for us to talk about um so yeah but just pay attention it's happening constantly I get a ton of followers I get like 15 to 20 not a ton but to me it's a ton I'll get a ton of followers a day like 10 to 20 followers and it's just other accounts I follow who have a fake account out there right now and I'm like damn it not a follower it's just a scam account again um so just block them report them it's a huge problem I know like um the spirit guide coach Asia I love her so much um if you guys don't know her she's a medium absolutely talented but she did like an interview I think it was last year for LA Times where they talked about this scammer issue so it's been published size like literally in a mag uh, or a newspaper people have been talking about it a lot like I see videos people talking about it but yet Instagram still hasn't done anything about it and it's really disheartening but um yeah, that's just the things to look out for. So look out for the scammers, look out for the people who are just trying to sell you on your pain and look out for the people who are answering questions that maybe they shouldn't be. Do your research. If you're going to meet with someone like, of course you can get a reading with me. Like love, loves it. But if you're looking for something specific, um, check out the people I've had on the podcast before. Um, find word of mouth recommendations, just see what you can do. And um, as far as like researching and kind of like understanding what you're getting into. And yeah, 
not everyone who has a million followers is an amazing healer and not everyone that um posts videos every day is an amazing healer but sometimes they're i'm not saying uh influencers or people with big accounts are necessarily fake or like bullshit um because you never know how things pan out with views so i think it's really about discernment like does this person make you feel good when you see them um do you feel like they are inspiring or aspirational or funny like what is valuable about this content to you and also um when you're doing healing work be prepared to put in like work for yourself you can't just expect like the same thing as the manifestation you can't just expect to do one thing and everything changes like it's basically shifting things inside of you so that when it's time they'll be released some might be released in the session some might be released right after some might be released two months later etc especially if you're doing any kind of energy work it's not always immediate um so trust and believe same as the intention work that we did at the beginning of the podcast so that's about it y'all i'm really excited to be here with you for season two those are my thoughts and my feelings um i hope you enjoyed the rebirth challenge please let me know how it was for you all those are saved up on on the podcast feed and on my instagram and plenty of other things going on i'll share with you guys more pretty soon um but if you're not on our mailing list that's the best way to find out about stuff or you know stay on my notifications on instagram search me i'm not gonna pop up i know i don't always pop up the algorithm you know um but i'm on there all the time and i post a lot about what i have going on but spirit school is opening up for enrollment which is my intuitive development class so if you really want to work on these skills for yourself that might be the class for you i have a free group healing coming up um i think next week so i'll post that link in the show notes or it's the following week wednesday the 27th so that is going to be an energy healing it's free or donation um and I'm going to be hosting a Reiki one class in person. So if you are in Sonoma County and you want to know more about that, just send me an email, please. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of other fun stuff coming up. So I will let you all know very soon the details and everything else. But again, just join the mailing list if you want to keep up to date and please join our meetup as well. That's where we do all the kind of like uh, workshops and Thank you for listening. As always, please leave us a rating and a review. The reviews help us grow. So I see some of you rating, but can you leave us a review, please? Um, five stars if you love me. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me and listening to my podcast. Thank you to all my students and my clients and everyone else here that is listening you guys are so amazing 
And I'm really looking forward to this whole season of expansion and wisdom and freedom with you. So thank you for listening. And I will see y'all next week. Bye. Take care. Bye.